everyone. Welcome to Adaptive Review Viewing. My name is David, and I watch too many movies. And my name is Amanda, and I read too many books. We are brother and sister, and this is our podcast for nerds, where we talk too much about movies and the books they're based on. And today, we are doing something different uh, because things have been crazy. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Have they? I haven't. Whoa. Uh, haven't they've been a little bit crazy lately. Yeah, they've been a little crazy. Uh, so these days, we are being strongly encouraged to be socially distanced from each other. But luckily, we have internet friends to help keep us sane. That's right. Today, we are going to go over our favorite indoor comforts that you may want to check out while we're all inside right now. As professional introverts, I feel like I'm more That's of a us. professional. I want to say like a master. <laughs> like I feel like I have 10,000 hours, this yeah. introversion. <laughs> so I feel more, I feel like I've mastered this. Gotcha. Uh, we, mm-hmm. But we were made for this moment. We pretty much we used to work at home. We do everything from home. We we know yeah. how to how to All stay of our inside. hobbies are at home. Yes, yeah. this is easy. So uh, <laughs> today we will be specifically covering some snacks, maybe some shows, mm-hmm. maybe some books, maybe just you know, basically we're just going to go over some fun stuff to keep you company and keep you sane while you have to stay inside. Yeah, so this is a nice fluffy episode where we're just going to talk about things we like and make fun of David for the things he likes. And encourage you to share the things you like with us. This is going to be very casual, people. It's just going to be super very cash. cash. Super cash. Yeah. You said cash first, so it's not weird if I say cash. <laughs> I was going to say it, but. I'm glad you didn't. Uh, cash, cash, cash. I'm just kidding. Okay, let's go. Uh, so, David, when you're feeling extra introver- introverted, what do you find yourself cooking? Oh, I love me some chili. Now, here's the thing. Nice. Okay. Everybody mm-hmm. loves chili. Who doesn't love yeah, chili? Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. I could eat some right now. I could eat some right now, too. But it is not just the eating of chili. It is the actual cooking process of chili. Because if you okay. if you cook it right, and if you take your time with it, the and the more time you make with it, the better this chili will come. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're doing this in, like, a character voice? <laughs> It's very go on. Yes, go this on. This is my chili love. I'm this notes. is my love. <laughs> this is my love of chili voice, okay? Got it. Okay. Because here's the thing. You could if you need to make let's slow things let's down slow in things here down and down talk about chili. Let's talk about chili. Because <laughs> here's the thing. If you want a quick chili, you can have a quick chili. You can spend 45 minutes, cut up some onions, put everything in a bowl, heat it up for a little bit, and boom, yeah, you wait got for your it chili. To get hot. Yep. If you want to go all out on chili though. What you could do is blend your own spices. You can spend forever like getting the right meats and beans and vegetables to put it in mm-hmm. and let it like just sit there in your uh, in your pot for hours, just building up that flavor. And that's what I like doing. Chili is my ultimate comfort food. It is my ultimate food food. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're feeling down, I would highly recommend spending like a couple hours and just making a big bowl of chili. Yeah. What are your chili hot tips? Uh, Chili hot tips. One, it is super easy to make your own chili powder. If you just go to the Mexican section of your supermarket, you're going to find a bunch of dried peppers. Heat those up. uh, Blend those up in a blender. And you have your own homemade chili powder i recommend some ancho chilies there's just a generic bag of mexican chilies that are very good uh chipotles find a good mix of those toast them up in the oven blend it in a blender and you will have a like a thousand better spiced chili because you've used uh your own peppers nice 
What is your primo meat combo? Ooh, I mean, here's the thing. I always want to do pork in my chili. I'm currently living in a uh-huh. place where a lot of people do not like pork, so I can't use it. Uh, so I have actually gotten really creative with turkey chilies. I love a good turkey chili. I freaking love turkey chili so much. I have still not made you my pumpkin turkey chili. Let me tell you, it's amazing. That does sound amazing. I do really like turkey chili with butternut squash, so I feel like I oh. will love uh, pumpkin right up chili. right up the alley uh amanda yeah. what are you eating during this time well my one of my favorite things is a delicious quick bread banana bread Ugh. you just throw it all together give it a few mixes stick it in the oven for an hour and you have the best possible comfort food and especially it's a great great idea right now because your sister-in-law won't show up and eat half of it <laughs> when you didn't know she was coming over <laughs> it's it's a classic Okay, it's yeah. a classic. I feel like banana bread is uh, great for breakfast, great for lunch, yes. great for dinner great for if snacks. you want it, great for snacks. Yep. It is never for a bad snack. time to eat banana bread. I totally agree. And banana bread is great because you'll eat a slice and then two hours later you'll be like, hmm, I could really go for some <laughs> banana bread and you'll have a whole loaf waiting for you. <laughs> it is also the only food that you make with trash. <laughs> like – like it's the it's literally only, trash yeah it's, like it's, what are you gonna use those black bananas for nothing but they're gonna make a real good banana like bread what else what other like fruit or produce do you buy that when it goes bad you make something better out of it yeah like that's true like when and you, the black banana bread the blacker the bananas the better the bread yes that's 100 100 true. true when apples go bad you gotta throw them out you just have to. Yeah, they're icky. They're icky. They're nasty. Nasty cucumber, bleh. Can't do anything with that. Yeah. It's mostly slimy, water anyway. Gross. Nasty yep. bananas, though. They slimy and perfect. It's party time. <laughs> so you want to hear my secrets to the best banana bread you've ever uh, eaten? This was going to be my next question. How do I make the best banana bread I've ever had? This is hands down the way to make the best banana bread. So I make my banana bread dairy-free. You're welcome, everybody in the world. By instead of using yogurt, which a lot of banana bread recipes recommend, I use coconut cream. Uh, I think it adds a little extra flavor to it. It makes it super moist. Uh, I also add an entire extra banana. So a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, banana recipes will call for three bananas or so. Uh, I say add another fourth in there and don't let it get too mushy. Then you'll have nice, delicious banana chunks throughout your entire banana bread. That's such a great tip as someone who cannot partake in cow's milk. (laughs) I love Yes, <laughs> as most of us are becoming. <laughs> as most of us are becoming. Uh, that is a great tip. I love banana bread. I, I love that like anybody can make banana breads. Oh, do you have another Definitely. tip? I have actually two more tips. Oh, man, this is, uh, this is a great episode. This, yeah. Uh, so the spice mix that I use for banana bread, um, a lot of people will just put like vanilla or and like salt in there to just even it out, sweetness and saltiness. Mm-hmm. I add a uh, half a teaspoon of cinnamon and half a teaspoon of ginger. And Ooh. I found that the ginger gives it like a banana's foster edge to it. Uh, that's super, super tasty. So highly recommend that. That's a good tip. That. That's a good tip. Secret ingredient um, right there. My last tip, and this is just for nut lovers out there. So if you don't like nuts, you can still make a great banana bread. With, <laughs> I like that you giggled <laughs> I'm at nut child. lovers. I'm a child. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> um, but you are, if you are a nut lover. Oh God, stop it. <laughs> um, 
take some whole uh, walnuts and roast them for 10 minutes in your oven. Uh, before you mix them into the top of your banana bread, it will give them a nice, roasty, uh, toasty, nutty flavor to your banana bread. Excellent. Great. Again, tip. that is for nut lovers. Nut lovers Stop only. This. <laughs> Stop it, please. Uh, that's some great tips. Great banana bread tips. Yeah. We should probably just do a cooking podcast at this point. Uh, if, if we can just eat while we do the cooking podcast, I'm on board. Ooh, that I is not still, good audio. <laughs> I am. That will be terrible audio. I am still on board for rate your donuts podcast.com. I'm here for it. Yeah. So listeners, if you don't understand this, I wouldn't blame you. We had a, we I actually had to cut it we out. We had to cut it out of an episode cause it was about a 20 minute bit where we found uh, or we bought donutreviews.com because it was available. And we also wanted to buy donutreviews.pizza because it was also a great domain. <laughs> so I still have donutreviews.com. Yeah, so so I'm we may, we may review donuts. We may one day release the donut tapes of us going through because it was a very funny thing that we just couldn't include. But we'll see. Yeah, we, we had it as like it. an intro and it ended up being like a 10 minute cold open, which it didn't work. Yeah, it's not cold if it's 10 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk about what we're reading and watching right now, Amanda. Yeah, David, what are you in the mood to read and watch right now? So uh, not reading. We are already doing that for our podcast. I want to talk about <laughs> a TV show that okay. I think is the perfect TV show to watch with others and a perfect guilty pleasure TV show to binge through in an afternoon. Uh, it is called Love is Blind. Now, Amanda, okay. how do you mm-hmm. how do you feel about, you know, like dating shows like The Bachelor or things like that? I do not partake. Do not crucify me. I do not partake. I think if I if I had like a group of ladies who were like super into it that lived near me and were like, yeah, come over and watch this ridiculous thing, I would. Uh, but because I'm just solo on it, I do not. I will say this is yeah. very funny because we literally just I met for we had virtual book club because of all things considered, um, instead of in person book club this morning, and we were literally just talking about what we wanted, what we were thinking about checking out, and this was one of the things brought up. So I'm really glad you're talking. Here about is it. why. Here is why it's so great because this is unlike other um, dating shows. Uh, you know, if you're familiar with The Bachelor or something like that. This show, the whole concept is that people date and get engaged without ever seeing each other. So the first couple episodes. Totally normal, super, super Super normal cool. thing to do. The concept of this show, first of all, they do not call I'm it sure a show. I'm sure nobody on here is a sociopath, so yeah, that's yeah, great. Zero. <laughs> they do not call this show a show. They call it an experiment, which is my favorite part okay. about it, is the way they justify <laughs> it. But they uh, get split off into men and women, and they talk to each other, and they get engaged through uh, – in the first couple episodes. And then after those first couple episodes, they then go through the engagement process of going on a honeymoon, meeting the parents, getting their own place. And eventually this season concludes. And what I think is the best conclusion ever is that they actually have a wedding ceremony. And at the ceremony, they find out if they want to be together, which is, Oh my God. (laughs) Let me tell you that last episode is an hour and a half of some of the craziest television I've ever watched. I don't know. That sounds really stressful. I don't know. Okay, can I sell you <laughs> I on this? I do that. Okay, uh, do your best to sell me on it. Okay, so if 
people are familiar with The Bachelor, there's always this like weird thing where they do like an after the series type review. And a lot of times these people aren't together after that. There's like this yes. part where like when the show ends, they get engaged. When they come back together. Yeah, they're like weeping and they're like, we'll be to- you're the love of my life. We'll be together forever. And then it immediately smash cuts to the after after the rose thing. And they're like, yeah, we broke up like two weeks after Yeah, that. I like talked to this dude <laughs> and I found out I actually hated his personality. It's horrible. <laughs> This, does happen this show has everything because the first couple episodes are a lot like The Bachelor. And then after that, what I love is this show does a lot of things where they show us that part of The Bachelor we never see of like what happens after the show. And that's true. These couples are having a lot of fighting. Yes. A lot of difficult conversations, but they all feel so much realer. It's like they do. They mm-hmm. talk about things that they would never talk about on The Bachelor. Um, they... I think one of the big differences between this and other dating shows is that like sex is a big subject and it's not like this weird taboo subject either. It's much mm-hmm. more realistic. You know, no one's going to each other and shaming each other for being romantically involved with anybody, which is kind of right. refreshing. It's also refreshing yeah. that people are dealing with things such as like, I'm in a lot of debt. Like I have a lot of debt. You're going to have to marry into that and have to deal with it. Or, that is interesting. Hey, you know, you're white, I'm black. How are we going to deal with this? And it's they yeah. show a lot of conversations that you would not see. And that's why this show is so interesting and so much more uh, fun to watch. I will say, like, let me straight up say, it's a dumb TV show. But I love <laughs> it because of that. I don't – I feel like – uh, it would still stress me out, but I will give it a shot uh, because I have always I have always wished that they did coverage after the engagement and before they broke up on The Bachelor. So there is this amazing scene with a man who is dating a woman who uh, gets engaged and does not tell this person that he is bi and he is having a very hard time communicating through it. And mm-hmm. there is this wonderful scene between them two where they fight about it. And it is one of the most uh craziest reality tv moments that i've ever seen because it is both insane because they're fighting but also incredibly real because it's about how these two people cannot communicate their emotions very well where they're both have very valid emotions that they're feeling but they're not Mm -hmm. saying the right things and this show is so much about communication and how Mm -hmm. difficult it is to have when you haven't known someone for very long so do you feel like are you when you're watching it? Are you suspicious that like sixty percent of it is scripted? No, that's the thing is that I think that some of these things are set up, but I think some of these conversations are very real, um, mm. and that's what's so interesting about it is that I think there are definitely things that the producers set up. I think they definitely give people way too much to drink. I think that's very obvious <laughs> because these people never don't have a wine glass in their hand. <laughs> uh, but I think that. In terms of like the discussions that they're having, I think maybe they set them up like they want people to talk about it. But there's plenty of things that are said that are like, ooh, no producer could ever get someone to actually say that. Uh, yeah. So I would uh, I would highly recommend it. It's it is both a very real bad TV show that's fun to watch, but also has like much more interesting things that I didn't expect out of a dating show. Okay. Okay. There's also plenty of engaged couples that I was shouting at the TV. Like one person would say something, and then I would say to the other person, "I'm like, run! Don't walk! Run away! Run!" <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, so Amanda, what are you checking out right now? 
Uh, so I actually have two, but I'll make them quick. So my first one is I'm also going to recommend a fun guilty pleasure show that you can just binge through really quick. And it is called Glow Up. It uh. is it is a makeup artist competition in the style of like Project Runway. And I initially put it on just to like have something on while I was doing something else. And then as soon as you get to know some of the people and then they they do like some – it's it's fun because it's artistic but also like a lot of different personalities shoved together to do ridiculous things, which is always fun. I think so, Netflix is doing like the best reality TV because they have stuff like I that. So they too. have incredibly niche yeah. things that are incredibly entertaining. Well, I guess this was released, I want to say, in the UK, and I think the second season has been released in the UK, but it hasn't Mm -hmm. been released in the US yet. So only first season is out. It's been out for a little while, um, and it's just fun. Uh, it's, it's how I, I used to enjoy Project Runway quite a bit when it was big, and it's just fun seeing people come up with creative things. Uh, the finale will enrage you because the person who should have won does not win because of a small thing. And then I immediately went on Twitter and found an entire group of people who agree with me. And so that was very, it was, it was nice to be on Twitter and to complain about something that's trivial and doesn't matter and doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars or other big things that are happening in the world right now. So It sounds like a good show to take your mind off things, which is perfect. Absolutely. And it's fun because it's it's like creative. And so it's a little bit artistic, uh, a little bit of drama. It's everything I want in a reality show. Love so it. I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, my other recommendation is going to be a book because I would be remiss if I didn't mention books. Ugh, nerd. Um, I just finished reading with my book club, The Sundown Motel by Simone St. James. Uh, it is a murder mystery uh, with some spooky elements to it. So, David, I think even you would like mm, it. Uh, mm-hmm. Where we follow the story of a uh, girl who's in her 20s, early 20s, um, who just lost her mom. And her aunt is was a missing person back in the 80s. And so she goes back to where her aunt disappears and she starts investigating what happened to her and it's told from two storylines where the the girl's name is carly her aunt's name is viv they're both around the same age in their timelines and it unfolds in this wonderful um you know you know murderino whodunit with some spooky elements to it that's just fun i blew through it super fast it was exactly the kind of book i'm in the mood for right now and i super highly recommend it i just started her second her other book called uh, The Broken Girls, which is also told from two storylines within into mystery. Mm. I am on board for this type of book right now. This is exactly what I want to read. It's under 400 pages. It's fast-paced. It's fun. It's a mystery. I love it. I love a Highly good whodunit. Yeah. A whodunit yeah. sounds this is like a, fantastic a great whodunit. type of book to be reading right now. Absolutely. So go check out her books if you haven't yet. You will enjoy them. They're highly rated on Goodreads, if, even if you don't believe me. Um, the consensus is out. Everybody loves it. Go and read them. What is They're the name of the book right one last time? It is The Sundown Motel. It just came out. And her other book is called The Broken Girls. Both of them, highly recommend. Super fun. Hmm. Excellent. I may have to check that out. Or make our mom read it. She's been like... Wanting nothing but like, like uh, what's that one author she loves, Joan Picard or something? 
I can't yes, remember. Joan Picard. Joan Picard. <laughs> I can't remember. It's like she only reads her books. <laughs> she does only read her books. And I don't know how to say her last name, so I'm not going to say it. All right, it cool. Long. So it's Joan Picard. <laughs> so it's Joan Picard. Yeah. So, Amanda, let's talk mm-hmm. about uh, some hobbies people can be doing with all this free time. What is something people can be doing right now? Yeah, there's um, a plethora of new things out there on the internet as people are getting more and more bored and Mm -hmm. uh, people are trying to fill their times with things. One of my favorite things that I've found is technically a thing for kids, but I think anybody can join into it. Who cares now? Just who who cares? cares? All rules rules are out the window. Do you know who Mo Willems is? I have no idea. He is a kids' book illustrator and writer, mm-hmm. and he is a doodle extraordinaire. He is very, very funny. His doodles are very good. His books are super good. And so he has several characters. Um, one of them is a, a pigeon. Uh, one of them is a a pig who is the friends with an elephant who wears reading glasses. It's great. Um, and there's a ton of different characters. Um, but he has very cute doodles. He has a very funny – he has a very good per, like sense of humor. And ever since this lockdown has happened, he has been teaching you how to doodle live. And you can go and join in and do activities with him. And it's so nice. It's just fun. He, he has, he's a big proponent of anything you doodle is a good doodle. And I really like that kind of uh, approach to art. Uh, as someone who – has sometimes been good at doodling and most of the time been not good at doodling. I appreciate it. And I encourage everybody to give it a chance. So if you want to flex some of your artistic uh, strings and give something new a try with somebody very fun, I highly recommend Mo Willems. It's M-O-W-I-L-L-E-M-S, not Williams, Willems. Um, You just look him up and his stuff is all over the place and you can watch about a dozen doodling videos with him. It's kind of like the Bob Ross... Same feel. Really yeah. good, feel yeah. good, really fun, doodle whatever you want kind of deal. I think people need some more Bob Ross right now, so that makes sense. I agree. So yeah. I feel like he's channeling a bit of Bob Ross, and I've done a couple of his videos, and it's just fun. Yeah. Just playing good fun. If you have kids, you do it with your kids. Um, if you don't have kids, nobody will know that you're watching these videos alone in your apartment and doodling with Mo Willems. I think that's amazing. Uh, I want to do that. Yeah, and you feel, you feel good about it. Uh, so, David, what is your hobby? So, this is less of a hobby, but more for something for people who miss sports. Because, Amanda, this is a hard time for people who like sports. The XFL, yeah. the joke league of the NFL, got canceled early. <laughs> there is no uh-huh. more NBA. There is no more NHL. I was looking forward to the start no of March the baseball Madness. season. No more March Madness. And if you turn on ESPN, there is literally nothing to watch. <laughs> which is why I am so happy to talk about this new thing that I have actually been watching for a long time and it has just caught on in popularity, and it is marble racing, specifically Giles Marble Runs. It is a YouTube <laughs> okay. channel that has that is exactly what it says. It races marbles. The reason why this is so entertaining is because, one, they have created fake fictional teams for these marbles. That's kind of uh, amazing. Some include the <laughs> O-Rangers, the Raspberry Racers, my 
team. The Limers. The, the, are the they Limers. Green? Okay. Is that why? Okay. Yeah. There's also, <laughs> there's it. another t- green team, the Green Ducks. He has this whole cast of teams that you can even find your own team and root for. Okay. And for okay. years, he's been doing something called the Marble Olympics, where every year <laughs> he does a series of activities with marbles and pretends like they're doing Olympics. It's incredibly entertaining. And the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because ESPN has picked up Gels Marble Racing no, and has started playing it no, on this ESPN. Isn't real. This, this is, cannot be real. This is 100% <laughs> real. Because, and the best part is that people love it, and rightfully so. It is so much fun. So this is just like a random YouTube guy that got picked up by ESPN because the world is on fire right now. Yeah. To be fair, this dude does an amazing job. He has great production value. They actually do commentary that is really (laughs) fun to listen to. So is it commentary where like the marbles are commentary commentating on other marbles? No, it's as if like an announcer is commentating on the race. It's like a real announcer. It's like a real person. It's not like a marble. Yes. They do personify the marbles. It's It's really great. So it's not quite like a VeggieTale situation where everybody's a marble. It's more just like the athletes are marbles. Yes, the athletes are marbles. <laughs> uh, currently, he they are showing like the Marble Olympics and Marble Runs on ESPN. But if you want the most up-to-date co- content, he has started a new series called Marbula One, where he, <laughs> he has made Formula One-type racetracks. And the marbles race in a series of them. Oh, and man. for those upset that the Formula One season has been canceled, this is re- your refuge. That's kind of amazing. I'm going to send you a video. No joke. I have been. Please send me videos. This got upvoted to the top page of Reddit one time and I watched one or two videos and then I was hooked. It's weird. <laughs> I've been watching this dude for like the past year and it, it, it is good. It is surprisingly good. So that'll wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe so you can get automatically updated when new episodes come out at wherever you get your podcasts. We are kind of new. We haven't quite hit our one-year mark. Uh, We did just crest 1,000 downloads, so thank you very much for the amazing listeners that we have out there downloading our stuff. Uh, So if you enjoy anything we talked about in the last hour, please leave us a review and tell your friends about us. We're going to be putting out a little extra content for the time being, and so I hope you get to enjoy all of it. Yeah, and if you enjoy us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are at AdaptedPod on all of those platforms. Uh, You can also send us suggestions on what we should talk about next by shooting us an email at stuff at AdaptedPod. Also, if you enjoy this sort of format, we may just be doing this during the whole uh, quarantine thing because people are staying inside, and trust me, I have a lot more things I could suggest to keep you entertained inside. Definitely, I, am yeah. a pl- yeah. I just have a plethora of things. So I could talk about this for, I could have talked about marble racing for another five hours. I could probably listen to you talk about marble racing and or watch more marble racing. I may spend the rest of the day looking at the marble Olympics. I am tempted it. to now rewatch like an old marble Olympics. I am limers to the end. Go limers. All other teams <laughs> suck. I am very tempted to be Green Ducks because I really like you that it's suck. just called the Green Stop Ducks. Stop it. <laughs> green Ducks are... So I'll tell no. you who I love, but I'm now, I'm, especially because you hate them, I'm really tempted to just be all in Green Ducks. Green Ducks for life. All in Green Ducks. Uh, also, if you enjoy our intro and outro music, a special thanks to Catloaf. You are listening to Astoria Ditmars, and you can listen to more Catloaf on Spotify.
And you definitely should. Our next episode will be on Arrival and the short story it's based on. That will come out this Thursday, so be sure to tune in and see how we rate that adaptation. And until then, keep... Keep, keep calm, everybody. Keep calm and healthy just, and keep washing those hands. Just keep chill and uh, yeah. let me know Come what your favorite team on the Marvel League is. I'm really curious. Let me and know. Come on. Life. You suck. <laughs> <laughs>